Uh, welcome to podcast, I think this is number 18. Alright, I, I don't know why I call it podcast 18. Dude Wrong Door, official podcast, episode 18. Uh, and today it is me, Tim, with my friend David. Hi, I'm David. He, <laughs> I was visiting his place for the weekend. We played some, some Diablo with Jan and Wesley. Played a whole lot of Diablo. Finished, uh, well, I should say we finished the Reapers of, Reaper of Souls expansion. I don't know if you were in the room when we looked at the DLC page and found out there's another act that they came out with. I think it's oh. called like uh, Rise of the Necromancer or something. And Jan was about to look at it and see what the price was. And I was like, don't. We have to move on from this. Because we started playing uh, Diablo 3 in January with the intention of like, uh, like binging it, like grinding through it really fast. And then... We didn't get back together to do anything like that. For nine months. For nine months, yeah. So it's like, this needs to be done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm at his place now. So that's probably why the sound is going to sound much better than it normally does without all the stomping and shrieking <laughs> that uh, accompanies uh, me and Jan's places and the airplane volume AC that accompanies Dallas's place. I, so. I did leave the fan on, though. So. That's, well, otherwise we would die before finishing the hour. Because it is uh, pretty stuffy uh, on this fine October day. <laughs> There's a motorcycle going by. <laughs> yeah, going oh, fast. Oh, gotta go fast and add some nice little texture to this podcast. Add some nice background. Anyway, since this podcast is going to go on to YouTube, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just start in on YouTube and talk about what's been going on with them. And boy, have some bad things been going on. First of all, Nintendo decided, I'm guessing, because of the whole like PewDiePie debacle, yeah. they were like, um, well, they had this thing called the Nintendo Creators Program, and I think this started in 2014, where they were like, well, people play our video games online, and they, and they make money doing that. That's not okay. Uh, we they, we need to have them give us that money back, and we can only let them play certain video games. And it's a uh, very very incoherent, very uh, misinformed yeah, I think way it of doing started things. Started in twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen? Okay, yeah. I could be wrong about that. Uh, I think it was maybe a year after the Wii U came out. So twenty fifteen sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I just we were reading an article about it yesterday. I'm pretty sure you said 2015. Okay, yeah, that actually sounds correct. <clears throat> anyway, they started that program, and it's it's always been sucky, and it's kind of why you rarely ever see anyone playing Nintendo games on YouTube. Yeah. At least if they're like trying to make money. If they're just playing it for whatever, you know, it's just a hobby. Sure, like um, I'm pretty sure uh, Breath of the Wild was actually really popular with um. Like, just, just regular old people. Like yeah. You, you didn't see, like, uh, as many, like, PewDiePie or Markiplier videos with Breath of the Wild. They maybe no. would touch upon it. But everyone else was playing. Yeah, yeah. E- every, every average Joe was doing it because they didn't care about monetization. Because if you're not part of that Nintendo creators program, Nintendo will just flag your video and take all of the money from it and put their ads uh, all, like, all over it. Which is uncool and... Um, not very forward-thinking. But anyway, I think because of the whole PewDiePie thing recently, which if you don't know what that is, that's kind of surprising. But basically, PewDiePie on a live stream said the N-word. And that's uh, got everyone a little bit worried. Uh, in reaction to this, I'm pretty sure Nintendo was like, uh, well, no one can stream anymore. No one in their creators club. Yes. 
anyone in the Nintendo Creators Club who wants to be able to make 40% of the ad money off of their Nintendo videos has now been not only banned from streaming Nintendo games, but banned from streaming any games whatsoever. Yeah, like because Nintendo doesn't want the bad press. Yeah, they're and... they're, they're going they're they're going one hundred percent just like hitting eject on all <laughs> of that. They're not gonna let any potentially they're not gonna let anything like that potentially uh, negatively reflect on them. They're not wanting any which part of it. Which I, I get, but yeah, sure I get, it's but it's not really need on your company. Yeah, yeah, like no one's blaming uh, Player Unknown. For what? For what <laughs> PewDiePie did. PewDiePie did. Now, yeah. Everyone's too busy blaming play, blaming Player Unknown for being super pissy and <laughs> overreacting to the Fortnite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. You got your own problems. This is not one of them. Uh, and honestly, like Nintendo is so squeaky clean with that kind of thing. Yeah, they're pretty sure everyone would be like, "That's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's clearly his." I problem. mean, even if it was a guy that only streamed Nintendo. Stuff which I don't even know if that exists. Anymore. I don't know if Thanks that exists. To Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Thanks to the Creators Club. Yeah. <laughs> even if it was him and he just like <laughs> came out in full like KKK robes and was just like <laughs> was literally no one would be like oh it's because he's a Nintendo guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a dead giveaway. You see now if it was, you see a switch in the corner, you're gonna see a burning cross right next to it. <laughs> Now, if it was Switch-branded KKK robes, we might have something <laughs> more to worry about. It might be a little confusing, the message. <laughs> but, uh, that's maybe a fringe possibility. But Nintendo uh, was like, well, fringe possibility is enough for us, so we're just pulling the plug on it entirely. So I think if you start streaming anything as part of the Nintendo Creators Club, you won't any longer be in, in the Nintendo, Nintendo Creators Club, Club, which, uh, bravo, and now you can start making some money. Might be for the best. Uh, but they had eject, <laughs> and now you can too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in in other news about YouTube and hitting eject on everything, or this is more like hitting self destruct, most likely. Yeah. Kind of hammering self destruct. Can, uh, can we say the p word, or are they going oh, to cause a problem? Oh my god! With if, that? We say, if we say it, okay. So uh, most <laughs> most people know that there's this uh, certain website where uh, creators who don't want to run ads on there videos or people that just want to be able to be supported by their fans without having to like you know make them click on an ad or anything like you can just and they can reward them for doing that i i can't dance around it okay it's happening uh it's called uh patreon i might have to bleep that out (laughs) in 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 an edited version of this but uh it might be considered shocking content by the youtube bot dun 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 yeah, which all of our podcasts gets get flagged for shocking content apparently, because <laughs> it's a bot. It it has a, uh, it is like the biggest prude. Anyway, so uh, YouTube has now decided. Uh, I, I thought at first it was if you like promoted Patreon, then YouTube was now going to run ads on your videos anyway. But apparently that's not entirely that that's not the whole story. The whole story is YouTube is now blocking Patreon links. Uh, it's only if you in if you're in the YouTube partner program that you can link to external sites, which is insane and draconian. Draconian. That's yeah. exactly the word I was going to use. Um, the, the article like goes into a, a few different like stories about this, but basically, I think YouTube is just becoming more and more insular. Insular, yeah. Um, and, and they're, they're, 
they're making a lot of bad decisions because they're so big and unchallenged. Yeah. They don't really have to have that much foresight with this kind of thing. Because what, what's anyone going to do about it? Yeah, it, it's unfortunate because they keep doing things that should make everyone flee to another platform, but there's, but, no, but other there's no other platforms. platforms. Uh, for a second, it looked like Vidme was going to be there, but then Vidme, it turns out, this is really expensive and they had to uh, enforce yeah. a data cap on anything, which basically I, makes them irrelevant. I get it. I know. But it's it's unfortunate, and it's because they're small. Yeah. I mean, YouTube has the might of Google behind uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And I'd, like, I'd love to support any other platform that I can. And there's none other that come anywhere near the level of quality. Right. Now, okay, I'm not like a YouTube, YouTube person. I've got like 14 videos on my channel, most of which are particular to a very specific community. I, I could plug you if you want. The, oh wait, that's an external end? link. Oh no, it's a YouTube link. It's a YouTube I guess link. not. Um, I don't know. Just I don't know, maybe they can see what you look like or something. I, you can't see me in any of my videos. Oh, I didn't. I, I'm, I'm gonna be um, honest, Dave, but I've never been to your YouTube channel. You've seen some of my videos. Oh, okay. Uh, there's. Oh, you have the Minecraft videos. Yeah, right? there was the the, Avatar the, Last the Avatar: The Last Airbender server, and then I've got two like Miyazaki clips that are kind of weird. Oh, uh, you made like uh you made like Shrek memes with the Miyazaki clips. A Shrek meme and A then, Shrek meme, yeah, yeah. Uh another thing. Just anyway, a silly little video. I've got all of four subscribers, but what does it take to be a YouTube partner versus just uh n- it's I think it's it's a whole lot of subs, it's a whole lot of views and basically, you know, your your videos have to be bringing in money. It can't yep. be a bunch of copyrighted stuff cuz otherwise they're not going to make any money off of you. Um, and it has to be like in an agreement and so unboxing channels, essentially, uh, people who buy multiple different versions of loot crate, they're the ones that get it. Yeah. Uh, or, or people that put in uh, a lot of effort into video essays that somehow don't use any potentially copyrighted material. (laughs) That would be impressive. (laughs) And they have to be churning them out. It's also literally impossible. (laughs) So... I'm so, pretty sure even Nerdrider those are frequently skirts up against that and yeah. like has to like alter videos. Those are generally the channels that don't need. Oh Patreon. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, it, well, exactly. They're, those are the only ones they they want to support. Oh god. Um, so it's a vicious cycle. Yes, uh, it's it it and it's because those channels are more like TV programming. They're they're very safe and uh, 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 transferable. I guess. And, you know, they have the kind of production value that a, a TV show would have. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's telling that the, the YouTube CEO, I, can, I can't remember her name. I have but no she, idea. She started her YouTube channel this week, I believe, and made this, like, uh, my first video post. And uh, she was like, I, I'm going to have some words of encouragement from some other YouTubers. And uh, guess who she has in, in that list of YouTubers? I don't know. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's you not know, a YouTuber. The single most successful actor in Hollywood. Yeah, that's like the highest paid, I should say. That's like That doesn't count. It's like calling Lance Armstrong or something. Oh, we're interviewing this random cyclist. Like <laughs> Yeah. This down not just a cyclist. Yeah, yeah it's ugh. Um also she had like uh you know the the Viner invasion? Because after yeah, Vine yeah, went yeah. away, they invaded YouTube and started basically owning YouTube, <laughs> running yeah. the place. Uh, she had a bunch of those, which actual YouTubers don't like. Because um, 
it's it seems well, they, like such a low totally, effort format. Well, that and it totally messed with the algorithm because oh, that's true. Like you have a bunch of people with pre-existing fans. Mm-hmm. They start a channel, and then all of a sudden, they've got. All of those fans as subscribers watching their videos. And because they seem like they're sudden viral hits to the algorithm. Because the algorithm doesn't know what happened to Vine. To Vine, no. Uh, It's like, oh, well, this must be the kind of content we should be uh, recommending to everyone. So they only get bigger. And a lot of the Viners were linking to other Viners. Mm -hmm. Which also messes with the algorithm. So, yeah, that's a uh, a whole other mess. Uh, Basically... YouTube's in a bad place, and it wants to be worse. And no one can stop them. It wants to be TV. Think about that. The format that the internet, and specifically YouTube, was going to make irrelevant. It was, uh, like, YouTube was getting big because people were sick of TV. Yes. You know. Now YouTube aspires to be. Exactly. It was like, hey, let's go watch something on YouTube because... It could be made by anyone, and because there's no ads, and because I don't care about it being HD or anything. That's how it was back in the day, at least. Then uh, then we got the ads, then we got like the increased production value, uh, we got the fact that it, it got, became harder and harder to make money. It became harder to go viral, because it started yep. getting so uh, specific and like restrictive on what things it would show to other people. It's getting more censored, just like TV is. Um... It's it's gotten to the point where to get big on YouTube, you have to either have enough money to invest in making your own promoted videos, or you have to get really, really lucky and somehow ride that way for as long as possible. Or you have to already be a very major channel. Right. Yeah. Or, or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Exactly. Or, or you know, people like um, PewDiePie or Boogie2988 on the Markiplier. Yeah, Markiplier, those guys. Yeah. Um, Jacksepticeye. There, there is a big name actor who has a YouTube channel that he posts on all the time, and he's got like 200 subscribers. And I'm trying to think of who it is. Huh. I don't know about this person. I think we've talked about it before because it's really weird. Huh. I know. Um, I know that Arnold Schwarzenegger has a YouTube channel, and there was a while there that he was just like in between takes on the set he was just recording himself saying like his famous lines and just putting them on youtube that's great (laughs) yeah i can't remember who it is it doesn't matter um but but yeah it is possible to be famous and not a famous youtuber yes which is interesting but (laughs) it's also possible to kind of get lightning in a bottle and be like you know an independent channel that gets really big really fast Mm -hmm. like tear zoo yeah just like having such a good and uh, such a good and uh, I guess I want to I don't want to say sanitary but family friendly idea that you could just that can just get shared mm-hmm. incessantly to the point where it like almost becomes mimetic. <clears throat> you can do that, and he has consistent quality and continues to upload. So I, that's like you know he, he's living the the American YouTube dream yes. right there. However, he's like the exception to the rule now. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't Which happen. Which is so unfortunate because it, that's the kind of stuff that I YouTube like. YouTube was great for. Yeah, uh, and if you if you're not logged in on YouTube and you aren't you know you don't have all your subscriptions and you know your recommendeds yes that are this certain kind of thing if you aren't logged in you go on there it's Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Fallon it's ABC oh, it's NBC TV. It's, it's TV. just TV 
it's which is like cool. awful. Why am I here? I don't want clips yeah. from the stuff that I get from cable with ads. I I cleared <clears throat> my cookies on my computer recently, yeah, it, it and it logged me out of that. YouTube, uh, of course. And uh-huh. uh, so I go to my YouTube, not mine. I go to the YouTube the front default, page, yeah. and I'm like, "What? The, these aren't educational. What are these videos?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, for for context. David doesn't spend his time on YouTube like ninety percent of the population. He isn't there just to <laughs> no. just to watch you know world star compilations like I am. Uh, I mean the ed- quote unquote educational videos I watch aren't like uh they're none of those like math. Well, okay, no, that's a lie. I, watch, <laughs> I, I do say- watch math videos. Um, they're not like the people that teach you how to do quadratic equations or anything Oh, yeah. Like They're not, like, uh, uh, basically tutorials for, like, high schoolers that, yeah, you it's know, like, can't, can't understand what their teacher's trying to tell them. It's, like, people like Cody's <laughs> Lab or, um, oh, what is the math guy that I follow whose name I can't think of right now? Um, stand-up math? math. Stand-up math? Yeah, he, he does math stand-up, but... Christ. That, that's not that's not the videos I watch. <laughs> He's got really interesting stuff. Uh, oh, it's got really interesting, but I don't watch it. <laughs> no, I never. I would be caught dead. Or William Osman, who I've been watching recently. He he builds kind of terrifying stuff. He probably shouldn't be okay. <laughs> Like the, was he? Was he? He, he was the, the dangerous he's... toast buttering robot. That okay. wasn't nearly as dangerous as I was expecting it to be. Watching some of his other videos, I was expecting much more flames and or knives. Right. Okay. Well, like I had never seen or heard anything like that before. And when I was watching it, I was like, "This is entertaining. This is also David." <laughs> yeah, that, I'm getting that vibe. It's like this is the kind of thing David would like, which you know, is fine. I'm not saying you're uncool. I'm just saying, to clarify, oh, no, you no. said, these aren't I educational videos. <laughs> there are plenty worse than you. I mean, Wesley. Uh, there is Wesley. People, people already people already got, uh, they already know that if they've <laughs> listened to some of these other videos, which I'm not going to assume you guys have, because <laughs> I don't get very many views. Um, but moving on from the YouTube thing, from just because it's, uh, it is kind of depressing. It is. Uh, we'll talk about... I, I'm not even a YouTuber, and I'm just like, man... It's exhausting. What if What if I wanted to be a YouTuber? It's yeah. not going to happen. It's making it to where it's like, uh, you. this is an impenetrable market, which is supposed to be the opposite. YouTube, the name, is supposed <laughs> to be like, it's your thing. You know, you, you're the yeah. star of your own channel, your own show. Calling you know, it a channel is so empowering. It occurs to me that we have a through uh, through thread here, not from the YouTube thing, but I would love from, this. from Warner Brothers to Warner Brothers. Interactive. You're correct. You're correct. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, we're about to talk about Warner Brothers because boy, they are the supervillain of this podcast. However, this is a actually. Okay, they're, they're less of a supervillain right, <laughs> right now. Right, right, in this one. In this Actually, one. in both cases. Oh, yeah, yeah, in both cases. Wow, we WB. This is their. Uh, this is their 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 face turn. Yes. This is, anyway, this is uh, the them not killing the kid with cancer. <laughs> exactly. This is them putting the gun down. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're still going to burn down the orphanage later. Yeah, but... and he's still going to die because he has cancer. But they're not. Gonna, but they're not you know, going to go out of their way to kill this one. Yeah, they're not kid. going to relish in the pleasure of themselves killing him. 
Anyway, <laughs> this isn't. I thought this was good news. It almost seems like not as bad news now. Yes. <clears throat> so Warner Brothers has confirmed that not all of the DC films are part of the DC Extended Universe. And I thought uh, originally that they were saying the DC Extended Universe was canceled, which would have been the best case scenario because it's a broken piece of garbage that brings down every movie that's a part yeah. of it. Because <clears throat> Wonder Woman. Was Wonder Woman good. was it the was most good, and it isolated. had almost nothing to do with yeah. the DCEU. It was like the epilogue was the only thing that connected it to the DCEU. So and, because uh, it wasn't dealing with the the cumbersome weight of the exactly. rest of the franchise, it was able to be its own movie, and it was a good movie. On top of exactly. that, it had a beginning, a middle, and, and an end. end, and it had uh, discernible acts within those three. <laughs> it, it almost felt like a complete film. You know, like when Marvel was first doing their setup for the universe, and the only tie-ins were at the very end of the movie. Yeah, sometimes or like on after the, the credit stuff. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, the only thing in Phase One that connects any of them is Nick Fury shows up after the credit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which was a much better way to do it, and yeah. DC didn't have the patience. And it was like, okay, well, they're just going to drop it, and we can have some good solo films. But anyway, that's, not, that's exactly, not what they're doing. It's not exactly what's happening. They have said that they will be making some movies that are not connected to the DCEU. So there's like a, a Joker origin film that's being made that has nothing to do with the continuity in the DCEU. However, Jeff Johns also confirmed that the DCEU, he's calling it a universe. Like, they're still calling it a universe, but they are not required to have interconnectivity Yes. Or to like, they're just uh, be in the same universe. You know, since, since Superman is dead now, he's not supposed to show up in another movie, <laughs> right? But you can just have him in there if you want. <laughs> like that's still the same universe. It's still a uh, Henry uh, Henry Cavill, but uh, he's dead in some movies. <laughs> in which some. I don't know. See, I want to say that's worse, but I don't know how you could get worse than the DCEU <laughs> where it was. That so is this true. might be an improvement. <laughs> it might be, you know. <clears throat> Cutting off your arm is the best way to deal with this infection that you have The gangrene, yes. TCU is gangrene. But yeah, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be cautiously optimistic for no reason. Yeah. I've not been given any reason to be Where optimistic. Where else is there to go but I guess. That's true. But it's still going to be a cautious ascent. That's, that's not true. They could get worse. Oh yeah, I don't know. I just I don't it. see this... <laughs> Automatically making things worse. So we'll, we'll yes. see. I don't see this this making it inherently. Uh, I too am cautiously optimistic. Yes. Uh, so going going from Warner Brothers to Warner Brothers. Oh, I actually don't know where that. Yeah, here it is. Uh, what we were talking about in I I want to say it was Would podcast sixteen. Yes, fifteen or sixteen probably. <clears throat> Just we talked about Shadow of War. Frame. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Shadow of War, which is a, a WB interactive game. And uh, it, it had turned out that they made a tribute to a former developer that had died. Of cancer. And yes. Yeah, he had that, died of that's cancer. wonderful. You know? W- w- Want to get that out of the way? Yeah, it's, it's good that they made a tribute. It's good that they made and, a tribute. And it was a cool tribute. Very I'm not, cool. I'm not going to go into details, but yeah, it, was, the, it was a cool Hulk, tribute. Orc Slayer DLC, <clears throat> cool tribute. However, it being DLC was yes. a problem. It was... Uh, we paid, made this paid, paid DLC. DLC. Exactly. They were like, uh, we, we made this tribute to this former developer who's died of cancer, and it's really cool, and we're going to put it in this game. Oh, but you've got to pay extra for it. 
Now they did say they did they did say <coughs> they were going to donate the money, but it was under like really particular terms. Yes, like, and, only and, and one they, of the states. There were there were I think eight states and no countries other than the U.S. Right, where it was going to go toward the charity, and uh, it was I, I don't know for for reasons that are unclear. I think some of them they said it was certain ways the tax laws worked. But one guy actually researched the laws in, I think, three of the states that were listed and said there's nothing here that says that these should be exceptions. Was he a lawyer, though? Because it gets complicated. <clears throat> That's true. So I don't know if he was a lawyer. He was a YouTuber. I, so. Yeah, I don't know that we can say that WB Interactive did this all out of malicious intent, like, we're going to get money and they're going to think we're doing it for the right sure, reasons. Absolutely. I'm but, not saying it's it's necessarily but, all malicious, but the uh, the results it still wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad look oh, at and the very least. Only three out of every five dollars was going. Yes, towards was actually going to the charity. The charity, and you got to think <clears throat> if you want someone to donate five dollars, let them donate all five dollars toward the charity. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't buy DLC like ever. Just about. I buy. I buy it very rarely. Okay, that's not true. I do. I do occasionally buy DLC. I like prefer I got buying definitive editions where it's all included. Same. Um, but anyway, I I would buy this DLC uh, if I knew it was all going towards absolutely cancer research. Yeah. But I wouldn't buy it otherwise. Mm-hmm. But anyway, point is that is no longer the case. That is no longer the case. It's going to be a free update in all cases and all locations, and they're just saying. Here's where you can donate to this to his family. Here's you where you can donate to this like cancer research fund, and we're just gonna you know we're gonna promote that and b- do it in the most decent and honest way you can do it. Yeah, and <laughs> the way you should have done it like to begin said, with. It's pretty cool DLC. Yeah, I that's mean, really cool. I, I would I would love to be immortalized in a game or absolutely. something like that in the way that they did this guy. And and I said this uh, in the last podcast that we talked about this. It would have been cool if it wasn't a DLC update at all. If it was just in the game and you happened upon cool. it, and you're like, "Whoa, what was that about?" Who and then was you can that look guy? it up, yeah, and you can find the story. And it almost it funnels into his legend because he was like he was apparently like a legendary coder. Uh, I thought he wasn't a uh, whatever. Um, he was able to show up and fix things that no one yeah. else could figure out, and then he would leave. And that's what he does in the game. His character will show up when you're in a tight spot, decapitate the orc you're fighting, and leave. Yeah. Which is just cool. Which is very cool. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, they've reversed their their uh, position on that and say everyone's going to get it for free. So, uh, yeah, go so WB. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good, good job, guys. Uh, start doing that uh, to begin with, if you don't mind. Uh, technically, they did nothing wrong because it technically <laughs> never went through. This is true, and they did a refund everyone who pre. Yeah, I was about it. to say it was up for sale, so I guess they're refunding people. Yeah, they're they're refunding everyone that did that, and they're saying, "Hey, you can go, put it, yeah, go, you know, donate." Yeah, which if I if I had already paid for it, I'd be like, "Okay, I refunded it. I'll, I'll put it toward the actual charity." Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, uh, WB is. Uh, Saving Do- doing good this bit. week. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> All now uh, next week is uh, we will see. We will see. <laughs> next week we'll see the season pass. Announced for uh, all the future dead developers, they're going to be putting in games. <laughs> they're they killing their staff. Yeah, they haven't picked them yet. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll move on to some more gaming news, I guess. And Cuphead came out and is getting extremely positive reviews, which is good because man, this has been delayed. 
I want to say twice, and they were one of them was a big delay. This was supposed to be out in like mid 26 2016, I believe, and that was a while ago. Uh, and it's also a good thing that it's come out because uh, it's one of the only existing Xbox One exclusives. Oh, geez, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's it's console exclusive. It is a yeah. Microsoft game, which yeah now means that. <laughs> It means PC you can get it on Windows. on Windows 10. Exactly. You can get you can anything on Xbox One just about. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I can't think of one that isn't both. If I, Microsoft is making well, a video game, it's almost like yeah. they're making it for both the Xbox One I think and the Windows 10. They are, because the Xbox One is just running a like, distro Essentially, Windows 10. So. Yep. Uh, more or less. And they're, they're kind of uh, treating the Xbox One itself as more of a more of like a platform instead of a single console because the way they're going to do the upgrades now is they're yeah. just going to keep incrementally making it more powerful which I'm sure eventually older systems won't be able to run certain games right there will be a cutoff where you're like alright well new games won't run on this system you know it's, by next year it's wonderful we're moving into the uh, cell phone upgrade system for consoles that's not going to cause problems at all <laughs> oh right of course not this is just going to fix everything <laughs> However, I do. There are pros and cons. There are pros, and I can respect definitely. the pros. But yeah, Cuphead's getting really good reviews, and it is a challenging, side-scrolling, jump-shoot game. Yes, which I love. I love those games, so I'm really excited to play it. And it's 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 co-op. Co-op games never come out, as we learned this weekend when <laughs> yes. we were trying to find games to play after we beat Diablo three. We we're like, well, what's four-player co-op? Uh, not much. Not not a whole lot. Not much at all. Uh, I think we settled on Battleborn after looking at uh, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which and is a kind of an old game. And that that is co-op. We can do all mm-hmm. four players, but we have to split onto two consoles, which yes. is unfortunate. Cause it's we, a good thing me and Jan both have Xboxes. Yeah, and well, we were playing at my place, and I've got a projector, and you know, it's a nice big like 100-inch screen. Yep. It's nice. And then all of a sudden, we've got two people using the nice big 100-inch screen, and Jan yep. and I on like a 27-inch, yeah. teeny tiny little And it wasn't, was Jan thing. saying it wasn't quite full 1080p? No, it's 720. Yeah, okay. Which I just use it for my computer right now, because yeah, like, I'm broke and I'm I don't want to buy a computer I'm monitor. I'm not criticizing your monitor. I was just saying, when you're prepared to have this big, nice projector for yeah, co-op... because the projector's 1080p. Exactly. It's a And it's a new, this is a delicious, what is it, Optoma? Yes. It's a nice, nice Optoma projector. It's good stuff. Yeah, and we got surround sound on that, and then yeah. Jan and I are playing on the 27-inch yeah, with TV its, with, with its the onboard speakers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's unfortunate. But so. yeah, I, I'm always in support of more co-op games. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, why aren't they playing Borderlands? We it's played all that's, of them. We played all yeah. of them. This, was a, this, this thing that we do where we, like, we'll, we'll pick a weekend and we'll just binge one like, four-player co-op game the whole weekend. We already did every single Borderlands game. So uh, we're, kinda, we're, uh, we're basically waiting on Borderlands 3 now because that's like the only, the only true four-player co-op optimized game that comes out anymore. Yeah. Which makes me uh, very sad. Yes, I'm. I'm big <clears throat> on couch, couch multiplayer, yeah. not not just co-op either. Right. But, yeah. But for these of... weekends, 
co-op is what we want. We don't want to yeah. be wailing on each other for three days straight. <laughs> we'll, we'll get angry. <laughs> we will. It used angry. to happen uh, at, when we were like, you know, we were living in the dorms and we yeah, have yeah, you know yeah. those smash marathons and everyone leaves mad. I mean, I'm not big on smash in the first place. <laughs> yeah, so. so. Yeah. Oh, I guess you couldn't get too mad. You just didn't have. I'm just that not much good. Fun. No. Yeah. <laughs> Although I could play Olimar and make everyone just as, as upset true. as I Trollimar, was. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I might as well bring everyone down with me. Uh, I think that mostly does it in terms of game news. So, got some other stuff that I can touch on real quick. Also, this this might not be a uh, full length episode, just because. Because I'm not interesting. <laughs> That's not true. Don't say that. We're having a fine conversation. Uh, I think it's just because there's not a lot of really controversial stuff that's been happening, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. There's been there's been good stuff that's been happening. And the controversial stuff with YouTube, I think we've covered plenty. Yeah. So, um, we're talking about some, some real quick uh, movie and TV news. I guess we'll start off with movies. But uh, Oh, oh, actually, I forgot. This is something that Dallas wanted me to potentially speculate on. There was a Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer that came out. Oh, yeah. No, no gameplay. It was all cutscenes. I didn't it, watch it. it I was, was at work. It's in-engine, and it looks good. But it, people say, you know, in-engine footage. It's like, well, you also have a whole lot of variables turned off yeah. in that kind of open-world game and, for a cutscene. So you know, watchdogs. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Not that Rockstar would lie as bad as Ubisoft, but... No, no. A cutscene is, is in a very controlled environment where you can put in some some more intensive assets, so that's always a little tricky. you got to take it with yeah, a grain of salt when they say... pre-rendered graphics yeah. versus... Mm-hmm. Essentially, I mean, and they in-engine, but also pre-rendered. Yes. So, that being said, the cutscenes look really good, and, like, the facial uh, animation is incredible. Yeah. I mean... And Rockstar is pretty good at they're that. They're pretty good at that, yeah. yeah. I never played Red Dead Redemption. I never played Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, because uh, it was only on the 360 and PS3. Never went to PC. Yeah, and I'm a Nintendo and PC I got two things to speculate guy. then about this. Uh, one of them is in regards to the fact that it seems like Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to have a similar system that GTA 5 had, where you have multiple characters that you're going to play as and potentially switch between. That sounds good. And one of them might be a rock star first, being their first playable female character. Ooh. Because there's a point in the trailer where uh, one guy is talking to the main character and he says, you need another gun, or you need a new gun. And it immediately switches to a female character who seems like she could be a protagonist. So, Hell that, yes. that'll be interesting. I mean, not just I like strong female characters. <laughs> I Give like... us more good ones, please. Yeah, uh, especially in games like that. Games where kind of morally questionable things go down. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people are so <clears throat> people are so standoffish and afraid to have you know moral gray areas and female protagonists because they're so afraid of uh, the backlash that I don't think would even happen. I don't I know, have, we backlash about a lot of that's stuff. That's true. Dragon Age Inquisition did have its like first completely lesbian character, and people were upset that she had character depth and was kind of An a asshole. jerk. Yeah. People did get mad about that. I, but once again, I, I don't think it's as bad as uh, 
you know, Ubisoft's justif- justification for not having playable female assassins in Unity back in the day. Females are hard to model, Tim. <laughs> I guess so! But it's... Do you know how much <clears throat> jiggle physics cost? Uh, apparently, not that much anymore. <laughs> I think that, uh, that, that Team Ninja engine must have gone into public domain <laughs> because everyone's got it now. It's every single game where it doesn't even seem like it would need it. Then... Then what was Ubisoft's excuse? I think they were lying. Oh! People lie? Ubisoft Game studios lie? But anyway, it's, 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 better, it's better to uh, piss people off with a potentially uh, divisive female protagonist than it is with not even making the attempt. Yes, because, you're because even if that happens, maybe some other game studio will be like, well, we can do it right. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I give Ubisoft credit because Assassin's Creed Syndicate that happened right after that had a female character and she was potentially, I mean, she, she was kind of more interesting than the male protagonist. The male protagonist was kind of a bog standard, you know, uh, uh, English cool guy, whereas yeah. his his sister was more like a reserved pseudo sociopath. Wow. So, and you could play as her, and you know that was a little more interesting. Um, but yeah, so Rockstar might have the first female protagonist, and it's going to be in a western, which is also pretty cool. And yeah, okay. how many westerns have a uh, female protagonist? Yeah, and you know one that you would play as, meaning one that you're going to be riding around and shooting and yes, doing the actual action and stuff like that. That'll be that'll be cool. So yeah, fingers crossed for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, another thing that I'm going to speculate on in regards to Red Dead Redemption. I think what could have happened uh, with the original Red Dead Redemption. It was never released on PC, and I almost feel like it was in reaction to GTA 4's very uh, prolific mod scene yeah. that it may have made Take-Two a little uncomfortable because we've seen from Take-Two and their, uh, the company they own, 2K, are very uncomfortable with that kind of thing. Uh, so I think with Red Dead Redemption, they were just going to avoid it entirely and say we're just not, not going to make a PC version. And then you saw in GTA V... You know, uh, what was it, like a year and a half after it came out on console, they finally put it on PC, and the mods started coming in, and Take-Two started, you know, taking legal action against some of the mods. Do you remember when this happened? I do. I believe it was 2016. And Rockstar, being the rock stars that they are, was able to use their own, you know, image, their own pull to tell Take-Two to uh, stop. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not... It's just going to injure the, like, game. It's going to injure our game, and it's going to injure our reputation. And our reputation, you need. Yeah. No one likes you. Everyone loves us. So they were kind of able to stand in the way of that. So I feel like uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 might be another situation where take Two's going to kind of just be like, all right, well, we're just not going to deal with it. We're just going going to avoid that entirely, and they might at least not release a PC version until long after the console version has. Which been is out. unfortunate because that means I am not going to play it. Yeah, and you're not going to play it when it's new. Not on silent. And yeah, that's it's a bummer because I I even though these reasonings are this reasoning is a little bit different than the typical reasoning, I just don't care for timed exclusivity. It makes no sense to me. Like, 
uh, it being on one system beforehand, unless you're like, we're a small team and we don't have the resources to, to port, port it yet. It, yeah. Like, you know, Undertale was made by one guy. And then, like, Lawbreakers is a team of 30 people. And they're like, we just barely were able to put it on the PS4. Maybe we'll get it on the Xbox One eventually. But That's when it's like, I can understand that. But when one you're. One thing at a time versus. When you're, you know, EA, Take Two, Activision, yeah. Microsoft, like. Okay, no, Microsoft makes sense. It's their platforms. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, like, Rise of the Tomb Raider was exclusive on the Xbox One for one year. And I'm just like, why? Are, are, are you really getting enough to justify doing that? Because if, if I was a PS4 owner and I really wanted to play Tomb Rise Raider... Of the Tomb Raider. Just wait a year. I would just wait a year. I <laughs> wouldn't not, be like, well, I guess I have to go buy an Xbox. I can't wait a whole year. Better slap down $300. And I I am sure there are people that do that. Sure. But that, that has to be not, a vanishingly yeah, small amount of people those, compared to the number of people that just wait a year. Think about the kind of person that is going to buy a console to play Tomb Raider a year early. They're the kind of person that already owns all of the consoles. Yeah. Exactly. The, the person who wasn't already going to buy all three is not going to buy it just to play it a year early. Right. I, I, and I think, if they do, they're probably going to play the game, turn it into GameStop, and yeah. sell the console on eBay. <laughs> exactly. That doesn't help anyone. Uh, and, and when I say timed exclusivity, I specifically mean when they're like, this is part of a contract. Like, you can't put it on anything else. Until this specific amount of time has passed. I'm not talking about, you know, Rocket League released on the PC, then it released on the PlayStation 4, right. then it released on the Xbox well, One. Well, Rocket now League was also Switch. a runaway success that I don't think they From were From an expecting. indie developer. Yeah. So, uh, th- those situations where they're like, we're only willing to bet on this number of systems because they, they seem like the right place to go, and then if it's successful, we'll bring it to other places... I'm fine with that. What I'm not okay with is uh, Activision still doing the whole thing where Call of Duty and Destiny and um, I thought there was one more. I think those are the two. The, two off the top of my head where DLC will be exclusive like for a month or two months on the PlayStation and then it gets released on the Xbox I and the PC. I always forget that Destiny isn't an Xbox exclusive. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just... I guess I associate it with Halo, and I'm like, yeah, obviously oh, it's, it's just Bungie. Because Bungie. Yeah. That, that, it's actually, the Xbox has stuff that doesn't come to it. Like, the PlayStation had exclusive missions for Destiny 1. Yeah, I, and I, I did the, know that, because I, yeah. I had a friend that had the PlayStation, and that's when mm-hmm. he played Destiny on the PlayStation. Yeah, and uh, that one in particular was very, uh, very, felt like a betrayal to Xbox gamers who, like, mm-hmm. you know, Bungie was... The developer there that they are loved. guys. Yeah. And then, uh... Yeah, well, how do you think the Nintendo people feel about Rare? Oh, yeah. No, that was way worse. <laughs> that was Because sign- Nintendo never saw another Rare game. That being said, uh, there weren't any good ones later. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, that, that was, uh... That was some ointment on the wound. <laughs> that wasn't soft on the wound. It was, oh, they suck. Uh, but yeah, kind of, I guess that's kind of a similar situation. Um... Okay, well, uh, I thought we were going to run out of gaming stuff to talk about. We didn't. Maybe we can hurry up and get into movie <laughs> stuff now. Uh, but basically, 
Blade Runner is getting rave reviews. Which is good. Yes, God, I'm so relieved. Just yeah, because I was I was worried. It, it's a it's a Ridley Scott sequel, which makes me think of Alien specifically, poor, Prometheus poor alien. and Alien Covenant, which are, in my opinion, Covenant is awful and a blight. I, I haven't seen Covenant. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I think that's a good thing. It's worse than Prometheus, because Prometheus at least knew what it wanted to be until the very end. Ugh. Covenant starts off having no idea what it's doing I, and never figures it out. I did see Prometheus. I just... I, Alien Prometheus, was so good. Yeah, like, no, it I, was. I love the universe. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do right by it. So not, I'm, not I'm glad that Blade Runner yes. has managed to not do th- do that. Yes, it, it seems people like it. I'm yes. still gonna have to see it myself, of course. Oh, it's and I really want to see it. Yeah, but um, I need to rewatch the original uh, because my girlfriend hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, on make, my list make of sure movies Make sure you to watch the final cut. Well, yeah, the director's cut did not involve the director. Fun fact. Fun. <laughs> and the original version is kind of bad because it had that overbearing handholdy narration. Right. That was just like, oh. Subtlety is for chumps, I guess. But uh, yeah, God, I'm so, I'm so glad that this is doing well. So so worried. I was so worried. This is this is a win. I'm, I'm very very happy for this. Uh, now here's here, here's a God. This is just unreal. So it, you know, has been like not only the highest grossing September premiere of all time, but it was the highest grossing horror film. Of all time, of all and time. the highest-grossing R-rated film of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, it, I saw it beat Deadpool. Wow. Yes, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's impressive. Unreal. Uh, I don't watch horror movies, <laughs> and I went and saw it. So yeah. you know that I guess that tells you it's there's there's those movies that are good genre films. Like this right. is a good action film. This is a good horror film. This is a good romantic film. Then there are movies that are good movies that yeah. happen to be and in these genres. It and is one of those. It seems to be. I still haven't seen it, unfortunately. Right. Waiting on my movie pass. Sure would like uh, to be sent that. It's been two weeks. <clears throat> use your use your viewer clout, Tim. <laughs> hey, everyone listening. Uh, go call up movie pass. Say, hey, come on. They answer the phone. They're like, can I help you? I'm like, come on, guys. Come on. Send the cards. Send the cards. Anyway. Uh, I got a photocopier you can borrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, for the, its first two weeks, was in number one. The number one spot on the box box office. Third week, it got beat by Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Which I still haven't seen. Which was a, a, a premiere. It was a new premiere. You know, right, right. That being said, it barely beat it. It was in a close second. It is now number one for its fourth week. So it, you- it's It's back in the lead. I just wanted to comment on the fact that you said it barely beat it. God, <laughs> what a problematic name. <laughs> what is such a problematic we, we name. We started referring to it as Stephen King's It 2017. <laughs> which yeah, is that's not, the right way to do it. Yeah. There was, uh, in, in one of the Hangouts conversations, Wesley accidentally hit enter before he finished his message, and it said, actually, comma, it... And he hit enter, and I, com- I, I immediately commented, 2017. <laughs> and he didn't get it, because he didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Kingsman, in, in last week, when it won, barely beat Stephen King's It 2017. Right. And then Stephen King's It 2017, for the fourth weekend that it was out, this past weekend, is now number one again. 
which is, that doesn't happen. That's unusual, yeah. In, in your fourth week, to not only be number one, but to have come back from number two. Yeah. This movie's moment, momentum is... Oh, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah, and if, you know, there's still people <clears throat> like you that are definitely going to go see I'm it. I'm definitely going to see it, yeah. Uh, that That's still <laughs> an untapped market that's going to continue it forward. Plus, it's October. Like... Oh my gosh. And it's, as far as I know, the only really high-profile horror film in the theater right now. I'm um, feeling spooky. I'm feeling spooky. I'm yes. ready to go watch it. Uh, I'm going to shed this mortal skin and uh, <laughs> prance about as a skeleton song. Yes. Uh, go join the skeleton war. It's a, it's an honest living. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, you know, Tom Cruise is in movies, right? He makes yes, those? he's you short me- and you remember- in movies. <laughs> yeah, you remember uh, The Mummy? Yes. I'm surprised. No one else did. Uh, it's got Brandon Fraser in it. I like Brandon Fraser. Oh, wait. I meant the, the new one. The one that came out this year <laughs> called The Mummy starring I, Tom Cruise. I do remember that. Yes. Uh, well, now you do. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Tom Cruise is starting to... He, he seems to have uh, reached Nicolas Cage level where he doesn't say no to anything. And acts really, really hard in every movie he's in, regardless as to what the director is saying or what the tone of the movie is or maybe what the other people around him are doing. Okay, he's so you're a doctor in a cancer ward. We're bringing up cancer a lot. I'm bringing up cancer a lot. I don't think you got something you want to talk about? My dad has cancer, again, so, yeah. Oh, that sucks. But, uh, it's very handleable. Okay, let's, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Anyway, anyway. moving forward. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I had the thought. I'm supposed to continue the thought now. Uh, well, I was talking about uh, Tom Cruise being hard oh, as yeah, a, yeah. a doctor yeah, in like, a cancer ward. Here's the thing you're doing, and Tom Cruise just takes off running. <laughs> because that's what he does. He's got to start running. He's got to tear his shirt off and expose his 55-year-old rippling abs. But anyway, apparently American Made is his best film in over a decade, people are calling it. And it's apparently <laughs> I know nothing about it. It's supposedly a movie where he has relented and done what is what was asked of him. Oh, well, that's and, and proved that yes, he is a good actor if he will listen. Yes, if he'll, that's he'll important. Give it a rest. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting and kind of exciting. The other stuff that I guess is coming out this week, not a lot of like big name things that I recognize, but they're some of them seem to be getting good. Oh, reviews. We were talking about not a whole lot of horror movies coming out this month. Oh, there yeah. is Flatliners. Flatliners, which has a <laughs> sitting at a 3% on oh. Tomatoes. I was intrigued, but I didn't think it was going to be good, and I was going to wait for that to go to the Dollar Theater, and now I don't even know if I'll do that. Well, the thing with horror films is sometimes a really schlocky, dumb movie will get a 3%, but it would totally be worth the Dollar Theater. Uh... That's why it's good for horror films that are of that quality, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's good to read reviews and try to find the ones that are saying the positive things. And are they just, do they not have taste? Or are they saying, no, nah, it's bad, but I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why you got to read reviews, people. Don't just, don't just look at the score, because I've missed out on too many things that I found out I would have liked, like Power Rangers... Turned out, I still haven't seen. Turned out to be good for all of the reasons it shouldn't have been, but it was still good. Um, so this has been a whole lot of people are talking about Star Trek Discovery, um, right? 
in my uh, like when I go to class and my uh, in my film classes and stuff, there's a lot of people who are saying that it's really good, like, and and it's a Star Trek show that's having to come after the J.J. Abrams films that right. kind of uh, raised the bar in terms of not just action but kind of production value. That's Cohesion. all been raised. Yes. <clears throat> so. It's having to follow that act while also being a series that has to be faithful to the originals right. and be, you know, maybe a bit more procedural and uh, I don't know if pensive is the correct word, but yeah, no, that kind of works. Yeah, uh, and from what I'm hearing, it's it's doing both. It seems to be which is impressive. Yes, especially for a series. Yeah, I was about to say that's hard to do in a serialized format. Uh huh. And uh, if you look at the poster, that's very Jabrams-esque. It is. That, that, that kind of white with the, 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 the kind of silhouette with a person's face on it. Like, they're absolutely cashing in on that mood, yes. I guess. And I go to an engineering school, so we're, we're not all about the, the film and, you know, mm-hmm. talking about that stuff. And I've heard good things about it. Then again, yeah. it's an engineering school. Star Trek is going to be one of those. Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be popular. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing, yeah. Because th- think about, you know, wh- what show gets popular with engineers? Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. And, and, the, it's, it, and Star Trek also is popular with other people who aren't Star engineers. Trek and uh, anime. <laughs> I guess. Anime, the TV show. <laughs> I don't, I don't, there's a, okay, those connecting I don't understand, but I guess it makes sense. Um... God, uh, we're not actually not going to be able to talk about it. We're going to run out of our hour. Oh, man, we got, like, less than a minute left. Uh, okay, here, here's something. Have you watched any of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. Zero. Not a, not a, not a minute. Well, honestly, I don't blame you. Uh, I've watched the first three seasons, and I've enjoyed them. I think the third season was their best yet. I uh, haven't watched any of the fourth season. But apparently, the show's not very popular. Not very mm-hmm. high in the ratings. And ABC was just going to cancel it. Just, it's not, it's not, you know... Doing the, well enough, yeah. Yep, it's, it's not, not doing not well performing. enough. And it's an expensive show. I'm sure. Especially season three. Like, Superhero shows in general are yes. expensive. And, and, but season three had Ghost Rider, where you frequently had a fully CGI yeah. head. And it was done well. It looked good. So oh, it had to be yeah. really expensive. ABC was going to cancel it, and Disney strong-armed them and didn't let them. That's weird. Which seems like a bad business decision because if people don't, if people aren't watching the show. Why have it on? I don't know. Like, yeah, it, no, it's I, almost. And I'm going to tell you right now, Agents of Shield is not important to the MCU. Like, it's supplemental at best. And yeah. the only reason you watch Agents of Shield is not to get extra background on the movies. It's because you want to watch Agents of Shield, and that's it. So. God, uh, I, I don't under, I don't understand why they would want to save it. Maybe, maybe Agents of Shield is going to be their headliner when they announce their streamable service, and they want to be able to put on you know five complete seasons on day one. I don't know. Uh, it it doesn't seem like a smart idea, and and Disney seems like the kind of ruthless cutthroat company that would just cancel it. <laughs> I mean, they canceled yeah. Gravity Falls the first time because it wasn't doing well. And then the fan backlash, they were like, hey, money! So they brought it back. Would Gravity Falls is a fantastic show. Go watch it if you haven't. 
Absolutely. Um, this is just unrelated to that. Yeah, go watch it. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. And add on to the fact that uh, Inhumans, it, it was they were saying that Inhumans was going to be that was the complete first season. I'm pretty sure they're calling it the complete series now because oh. it's doing so poorly in uh, critical response. Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Guess, guess who? It just premiered like yesterday or something, didn't it? Did it? Did the IMAX premiere? I've been seeing ads for it everywhere, so that wouldn't surprise me. I honestly uh, stopped keeping track of it because of one thing. The showrunner is Scott Buck. And Scott Buck was the showrunner not only for the last four oh, seasons of Dexter, that ruined Dexter, but he was the showrunner for the worst thing Marvel ever did, which was Iron Fist. Yeah, I was like, that name is really familiar, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I can't... Oh, no, he's, he's the Iron Fist guy. Yeah, it's infamous. People are saying, no, it's worse than Iron Fist. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I, I, I struggle with superhero shows in general. Like, yes. Daredevil, uh, I can respect it as a show. I've uh-huh. watched a decent amount of it. It's mm-hmm. really well done. Mm-hmm. I just, it can't hold my attention. Can't hold your attention, yeah. And that's that's more of a, of a taste thing. It, it, exactly. I love superheroes, not just... For movies, comics, TV shows, I just love, I love the whole genre, and I'm glad it feels like it's been going on for too long for completely selfish reasons. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, I, I kind of hit a point in anime where I was just not feeling it, I couldn't find anything I wanted to watch. Then My Hero Academia happened, and is one of just the most honest, just boldest best superhero shows I've seen in a long time. And it's an original yeah, universe. It's not tied to Marvel or DC. It's, it was all new stuff. I describe myself as a little bit spoiled on the superhero front, too, because um, one, if if you like reading, go read the web serial Worm. It's fantastic. It's how do you tell them how to spell it? W-O-R-M. You know, okay. like the bug. Bug. Yeah. Like, worms like are worms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> uh... Who's the author? Uh, Wild or J.C. McRae. J.C. McRae, okay. Um, Look that up. Yeah, it's free. Uh, it's fantastic. But, and then My Hero Academia is like a kind of more kid-friendly version of Worm. Okay, yeah. The, the way I've described My Hero Academia to people is, imagine if Brad Bird made an animated adaptation of Sky High. Because Sky High has the premise of, you know, high schooler superheroes, but the movie sucks. <laughs> Brad Bird doesn't make bad movies. He made The Incredibles. Yes. And he made Iron Giant. So not only is he good at superheroes and superhero designs and backstories and powers, he's really good at that. It, like, look up Incredibles lore. Some of the heroes are so cool, yeah. and I hope they show up in the sequel. But when are he, we getting the sequel? I believe 2019, 2019? Mm-hmm. I knew it was still a while away, yeah, but I couldn't remember if it was 2018, like, late, or yeah. 2019. Gotta, gotta wait till 2019. But he's good at that, and he did Iron Giant, so you know he's really good at directing, or not directing, but writing and creating, like, adolescent characters. Right. Which is so uncommon. Like, well, there's a lot of bad adolescents. <laughs> kids are either annoying or dumb. Or both. Or both. Like, 90% of the time, that, that's kid characters and actors. But, um, 
My Hero is not God, that. It's really good. It's yeah. not that. My Hero Academia is just it's just excellent. And it's it got me back into anime where I was basically just watching JoJo reruns <laughs> for a while. Like that was all I had. Um But yeah, superheroes. What what what, what got us on that? I forgot. Uh, oh, Scott, Scott Buck. Scott, humans. Scott Buck. The antithesis of my hero academia <laughs> and worm. Scott Buck, the greatest supervillain in all of superhero <laughs> <Marvel>. history. <laughs> uh, yeah, God. Well, Inhumans basically dead on arrival, and Disney is insisting on saving Ages of Shield. Shield. I don't. I don't get it, man. I don't get it, Disney. Maybe. Maybe just let that one die. I think it's run its course. If uh, honest, as someone who enjoys the show, I think it's run its course. It's and probably I mean, a good time. I've heard good things about it, but I still don't think I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, I don't think I will either. Uh, I just, I don't think I'm, I can continue. Right. Like the end of season three, it was like that was good. I think we've run out of the borrowed time we were given because Agents it's, of we're Shield, good, guys. Yeah, Agents of Shield felt like it. It. it should have ended halfway through season two as far as people caring and having people to talk about it with. It's like, no one's watching it. Yeah. No, no one cares, man. I know y'all You're are going to have to go it, on the subreddit if you want to talk about it. Yeah. And that, that requires me going onto Reddit, which scares me on <laughs> just as a concept. So, eh, Disney just let it die, which is a game I still haven't played. Let it die. His, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, Suda Five One. His kind of dark punk rock Dark Souls is how it's been described to me. But um, oh, Cuphead, the Dark Souls of video <laughs> games. <laughs> that's bringing it full circle. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess uh, that's the ending. I'm probably probably gonna. Yeah, we're we're a little over an hour. A little here, over so. an hour, which we're fine to go over an hour. And if there's anything I need to cut out, I'll cut out. If it seems like it's a little too a little too wordy. Yes. Which, uh, I mean, it's a podcast. It's just words. If someone's a little too wordy, hey, I think it's wrong. We could just format. sit here and be quiet for a while. <laughs> You're right. Give <laughs> people what they want. That, not cut not that cut out, it out. Because that's not too wordy. Yeah, just leave it as silence. <laughs>